Holy shit guys, Ready Sex Chat is back. Hello, this is Bridget B and welcome to a show that I didn't think was going to continue but here we are. It is so good to see you, well hear you, but if I could see you I'm sure I'd love it very much. And if you are new here, welcome. My name is Bridget B. I am your friendly porn star next door, although I don't consider myself a porn star, nor am I really friendly all that much at all times. But nevertheless, that is me. You can uh, Google me to your little heart's desire, but this show is a little bit different. This show is where I take the opportunity to open something other than my legs and force you to listen to me. So grab a snack, grab a cocktail. For me, it's a nice maybe bourbon sour and let's get on with the fucking show. Well guys, happy holidays. I don't know where you've been this whole quarantine time, but I'm sure hoping you are enjoying it with family and friends and getting fucking wasted, which leads me to a lot of things and we're going to tackle a lot of subjects today. Well, a handful. I don't want to bore you to death. But the number one will be where the fuck have I been? Where the fuck has Ready Sex Chat been? And it will lead into the other topics as well. So where have we been? Well, this is definitely one for the books. We started off with quite a good like upswing, right? We were we were high on life every week, popping shit out. And then all of a sudden it stopped. And social media was very much a blame for that one. Uh, Ready Sex Chat was unable to get on Twitter. And Ready Sex Chat was mostly kicked off the face of the earth of Instagram. Yep, good old Instagram. Let it all blow up to pieces. I mean, listen, I have quite a few fakes for Bridget B. Uh, I have many. I mean, if you do it, if you Google it now on, on the IG you'll see there's quite a bit of fakes and the fakes are showing tits and ass and pussy lips and I mean damn near straight giving free scenes out and Twitter and Instagram does nothing nothing oh no god forbid god forbid the censored ones are uncensored and allowed to do everything but here we are as I've mentioned in other previous shows Porn stars, all they have to do is just breathe and we get kicked out. So it had, we kind of had to play the game and seeing that Instagram is a private entity and I am not Instagram. In order to be on, you have to play by the rules. I get it. I'm not dumb to it and I allow myself to adapt. So it was up to the discretion of the Ready Sex Chat team to kind of give it a break, which is eight weeks. Uh, It's eight weeks in the principal's office for you to have your algorithms all cleared and show up as if nothing happened. So basically, I have about one more week left and I had a, obviously, I've been dying to put my show back on. So if you don't find us on social media yet, hang tight. Um, we're going to not rebrand, but it's obvious that the word sex, even though that's exactly the reason why you and I are here on this earth, seems to be quite 
this taboo word still, very much so, to the point where you get kicked off. So as much as I love Ready Sex Chat, I'm going to have to remove the E, which has already been doing, and all the legalities around it between the trademark. So anyway, there's that's neither here nor there. All you have to worry your pretty little faces with is to make sure and tune in every week and enjoy. So we're out of the principal's office. Yahoo. I, I might as well have worn a short skirt and no underwear to get out of that one, but even that wouldn't have worked. So here I am back at it. And so much shit has happened in a couple of weeks that we've been gone. And I am actually thinking that you guys are for sure in desperate, dire need of scoop of like my thoughts on certain things that have happened in the last couple of weeks because I have guests coming on and in order to basically prepare you for what's coming on, I thought this would be just a good episode to catch up have a drink, you know, just see what's up, not really get into anything too deep with the guest information until they come on. And I'm very excited for that also. But uh, I know you guys miss me because I miss you, right? Or am I, am I talking to myself? <laughs> so one of the biggest scoops that happened this week is Tana Mongu came on the news yet fucking again. Can I get a round of applause? The biggest scoop of the week for me to share with you is Miss Porn Star TikToker Tana Mongu. God, I always want to say her name is Tana Fuck You, but we'll just go with her Tana, if that's her name. Um, is in the news again because once again she comes off doing quite the dirty uh tax on a very big named podcast, which shall remain nameless because I don't need to use other people for clout. The only reason I'm saying Tana Mongu's name is because she's the fucking one who did it. But I don't need to mention the podcast that she's in. Um, so Tana comes on and is um, on a couch and kind of just sitting back. I'm sure you can YouTube the shit out of it and really getting down and dirty as to what she would do for blowjobs. And if you haven't heard it, I'm sure you will Google it now because I'm mentioning it. But it's worth mentioning because she has been mentioned before on this show. And it's part of what's happening in real life culture for me to deny it and just ah, let it go. Sure. But then you wouldn't have a show. <laughs> so I just wanted to bitch about it because I have no idea where these TikTokers are coming from. Now, call me old. Don't call me old. Call me mm, not up to date. But the fact that there is an app called TikTok in which your attention span is under 10 seconds has given these teenagers this wealth beyond means for doing nothing absolutely nothing now for those people who come at me saying porn hey shut up all you do is you know bend over listen it's already december and i've shot maybe four movies so fuck off second of all i'm jealous as that like anything i'm not even jealous as fuck i'm just a little jealous because i wish i would have been 16 years old with these opportunities I'm also nervous and scared 
for the future generations that are to come. Now, when I started this podcast, I was very adamant about making sure that I stuck to my guns, that I was true to myself. I never sold out um, as a performer, as a porn star. I always and continue to do my entire career under my own terms. So this podcast was nothing different. If you ever walk out of any of my shows, I wanted to come off as damn, I just sat down and talked to a real bitch, you know, and that's exactly what you're getting. So these TikTok stars have basic, these, this sense of entitlement on top of everything else. But it makes you wonder if our future generations are now really only wanting to aspire to be 10 second models. And Tana Mongu is a, fuck, I know I'm saying her name wrong, Tana. TM, Tana, um, went from a YouTuber who, you know, essentially had no skills at all to now going on TikTok, again, no skills at all. And her biggest claim to fame are two things. One, providing naked pictures to anyone who voted for Biden, federal offense, and two, showing how to do a blowjob on a platform where anyone under the age of 18 could listen to or watch because it doesn't say it's not um, prohibited. Uh, I mean, mind you, neither is mine, but mine does have a mature content only. Her followers are extremely young. So the scoop for this week had me really question exactly where the road is heading to. And I want you to head on over to Twitter and yes, we do have at readysexchat.com <laughs> at readysexchat is on Twitter because I basically got down on both knees and gave a double blow job to get that back. <laughs> oh, Twitter hates me anyway, but, um, go to Twitter at readysexchat and I know so many of you do and yo, what's up and make sure and let me know your opinion as to where youth is going. Because what makes me nervous is that their entire attention span is not only under 10 seconds, but they're using it sexually. So if you are, you know, a TikToker or an et cetera, and you're basically not out there changing the world, what are you doing? And um, I mean, no tea or shade on any of that. I'm just saying, if you're already making so many millions of dollars, and I know I'm not the only one thinking this. Wouldn't you want to use all of that for, I don't know, good? I don't know. It could really be just me. Because if there's one thing that I am striving for, it's to be better than I was yesterday. It's to be better than I was a week ago. No one is holding my hand for anything. So when I say that I hope our future generations are aspiring to something greater than just being uh, TikTok 10 second stars who only talk about sex. Don't come for me. I'm a porn star. I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> then, you know, where, where's our plastic surgeons going to be? Fuck. Who's going to do my fifth boob job? And like, who is going to be out there trying to be a lawyer, you know, and get my future daughter out of jail? I'm I'm going to be blessed with like three chicks. I know that already. My karma's coming. They're going to be hot as fuck. 
and they're going to be like the fun girl in their sorority. And I'm going to have to run around with a machete every weekend. (laughs) I already know it. So basically, that scoop of the week was really on my noggin. It was really on that head of mine. I was really thinking quite a bit as to what the fuck is going to happen with our youth. So seeing that women like Tiana aren't making it any better, um, I really do hope that there is a future coming about that I just don't know of that might be a little bit better social media wise. Again, I don't know. That could be just me. Of course, Tana Mongu is not my only reason for my show. She just fucking pops up a lot. She needs Jesus. She needs her mother. She needs her father. I don't know what's going on with her family background. None of my business, obviously, as it's none of hers what mine is. But these kids need their parents or need someone for guidance. And all I know is that's not going to be me. So they can keep on being idiots and I'm going to just keep on talking about it. So my next scoop of the week, which was a really, really big one, and I'm not really so much sure as to how most people feel about it because it literally just popped up today, but Pornhub, oh yes, Pornhub has come into some scrutiny, and as I dived into some of the articles, I'm not surprised, and it really holds up to what is going to happen with the future of porn and paying for it so if you were under a rock in the last couple of days possibly jerking off that's fine I'm here for you so Pornhub had a situation occur and through without knowledge of their own um, through the servers that they have and through their teams etc some revenge porn as I can um, assess the articles have said um since I'm not sourcing it, this is just about all the articles that I read and just kind of putting them together. Um, I'll update if I got anything wrong. But the gist of it is bad porn on Pornhub equals no credit card from possible MasterCard equals oh shit. That's the gist of it. So I, as a very proud performer of the justice that we give within the industry Um, we do not allow child porn we do not allow bestiality all of these things that are um, in the dark web this does not occur in mainstream porn Um, what what has what needs to be looked at carefully and really taken into account as to throw it out and throw whoever made it into jail and throw the key has nothing to do with mainstream porn. Mainstream porn is consenting adults on a set where they sign paperwork galore, where you show verification of how old you are and where you both want to be out there and exposed because you are given a performance and you are being acknowledged, acknowledged for who you are. Does that make sense? <laughs> So we need to very quickly differentiate the two because as um, one of the articles today on xbiz.com did come out stating all of the new compliance rules that Pornhub is coming out with that includes a, a team dedicated to just verifying and looking and 
a lot of you can just go on uh, Pornhub.com or xbiz.com for the full details. So what concerns me is that we are in a verge of quite an epiphany in the adult world. Only fans, TikTokers like Tana Mongu coming out as low-key porn stars, you know, has really helped the industry. Um make podcast with uh that had two chicks in it and now only has one and is owned by Barstool. The, these mainstream shows that are dirtier than I am have all of your views, have all of your support. Why? Cuz they're number 1. TikTokers are number 1. Um and these podcasts in general are in your top 5 every week in the charts. I know because I, I look at what charts I'm in and yay, we are worldwide charting all the time. I love it. Everyone from communist Venezuela to communist North Korea, you're all listening to my ass. Thank you ever so much. So something like now where these little young, oh my God, I am so perfect. And have millions of dollars and no parents. And I just do whatever the fuck I want on TikTok. Making millions are getting your views. So something's happening. There's a shift. Call it the pandemic. Call it people being bored. There's a total pan- the total shift happening. And, I, and I'm all for it. I think it was very long overdue. The problem is. Is that the more it becomes mass produced the more the glorified original sort of ends up being vintage you know what i'm saying like if you guys and again tweet us at ready sex chat and let me know yes or no if you guys prefer 10 second blowjob commentaries versus a full production by the likes of Wicked and Brazzers and, you know, Digital Playground, then where is porn going? In comes Pornhub. Because now, if they are doing all of these measures, which good for them, I knew they wouldn't um, back down so easily in terms of making sure to do what's right. Where is porn going to go? And I've been on a couple of sets all very COVID-19 justified. I mean, literally down to the last letter of whatever our incompetent governor wants to do. So we're going down the rules. We're doing everything we're supposed to. You know, we're, we work, etc. And when those videos have come out, as I've noticed recently, 90% of you who are listening to me are like, holy shit, finally. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, yes, I got something to watch tonight. You love it. And that's because females and males like me in the industry who aren't cam girls or cam guys who have no business being anywhere on social media because I am so bad at it. I really do it as organically as possible. You're, you're getting me and only fans on browsers plus on my personal instagram which is at this is preacher b you're getting me ready sex chat there's a team of us which is great but 
they're for the 99.99%, basically the 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 rate that you get cleared from coronavirus equals how many of you really appreciate the big productions no pun intended so for me it's like holy shit if this is what's happening if you guys are craving and are starving for big productions is there really room for both hmm that's a question to ask and I think it's a very valid question so thank you Pornhub for doing what's right you know and I knew they would step up to the plate and thank you to the likes of Tana and Barstool making sex that much more uh, mainstream and so many of you relate more because so many of you this is what's the uprising this is the social media the you know, the 10 second attention span. So that is definitely something to think about, which leads me to scoop number three. So while I have been in my dungeon, well, in the principal's office, <laughs> I so sad. Well, we've been in the principal's office and all of these little subjects have come up during these last couple of weeks. One big one has been the dating in Corona, dating during the virus. And um, I thought it was some a scoop to pick up on because I'm really curious to see how our dating is, you know, changing. And now I'll dedicate a little portion of this podcast to story time. Dun, 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 dun. Story time, story time. I need a theme song. Y'all need to help me out. So I have a wonderful, wonderful, amazing group of friends. I love them all. Each one has their own um, way of being, being fulfilling in my life and really sharing their, what I consider normal lives, because when you're not a porn star, everything's normal. Um, And being together during the pandemic socially is hard. So a lot of times, and most of the time we're zooming and we're talking on the phone and I'm, I'm getting a lot of the, the stories of the worst dates ever, worst dates ever, this pandemic, worst dates ever. Let me show you this, this one with you. So one of my girlfriends was on a date, right? So she got ready for the date. Ooh, she got her outfit on. She had her sexy dress, her shoes. She put on the new Gucci's. She did her hair. Girl was looking fly. And listen, after eight months, nine months of literally no dates, you best believe we're going to go all out. I'm going to have the fake eyelashes, make sure I am waxed, make sure I have the cutest lingerie on. If you're going on a date, that's what's happening. And I really hope that goes the same for men out there, which I'm sure you do, because if you're listening to me, you know that's the kind of man I like. So... My girl's getting ready for her date. She's looking gorgeous. She's looking beautiful. She's getting nervous because you slowly are forgetting how to interact with people. So 
not so much like, oh my God, what do I say? It's like dating is a job. You have your first date, you have your second date, then you have the home run, depending how many batting average. Is is that the right analogy? (laughs) Depending on your batting average depends on when you're going to hit your home run. All right. Um, So while she's getting ready for her date and everything, she's realizing that, oh my God, what are we going to talk about? I, you know, because when you're getting to know each other on the phone and on Zoom, you're talking about everything. So what's going to happen when you get face to face? Do you run out of things to talk about? What am I going to tell you about my childhood? Well, I told you that on our first Zoom. So this is why I'm saying dating is such a job. You really have to think, what are you going to say on this date so that you don't run out on that date? And I am a notorious first dater. I can I can date the shit out of someone the first date. The second and third, mm, oh, well, not so much. Maybe that's why I didn't have that many at all. <laughs> Scared the shit out of them. But that's neither here nor there. That's another story time. So anyway, so she, um, she goes and she's finally able to meet someone. And this is someone that she's been talking to. They sit down and they're at the restaurant. Okay, now the thing is, is that you wear a mask, right? There's this idiotic rule that when you get out of your car, you have to wear a mask until you get to your seat. But everything is outdoors. I don't get it. Neither does everyone else. So you mean to tell me in between the four feet and the six feet, I have to wear a mask. Okay, no problem. I'm a law-abiding citizen. No problem. Put it on. But now that means our makeup is fucked up. So what do we have to do now? We have to get to the date like 10 minutes before so that we can go to the bathroom, fix our mask makeup, like mess that happens under it, put on the mask again, sit down, and then touch up at the table. Oh yeah, it's a whole process. And for anyone who gives a fuck about their appearance, this is what they're going to do. And if you don't, hey, kudos to you. I wish I was the same. But... So we have to touch up twice. We have to touch up after the mask and when we get to the table. So we have to do all of this before the date gets there. Cool. My girlfriend gets to the restaurant. She recognizes what he looks like, obviously. Motherfucker is already there. He pulled what she was supposed to do. This is what happens when two people who care about what they look like are going to do. So if her date was around 6 o'clock, he was already there like 5.50. She was supposed to be there by 5.45, but she was late. So he did the same thing. Now he saw her. She can't go to the bathroom. Like, what are you going to... That just looks wrong. Like, I'm going to go take a shit before I sit down. That's what's fucked. You don't want to give that impression, even though that's not what you're doing. So what does she have to do? Sit at the table. Fuck. There goes vanity trip number one. She has a minute for her to get ready at the table. Which means she has to put on her entire lip makeup on again in front of him. It's so embarrassing. You don't even know. She does it. I mean, there's no choice. What are you going to do? Sit there with absolutely half your face gone? So she puts on her lipstick. He's being very cool about it. She's doing the thing. You know, she's laughing about it. And I know she killed it. She didn't tell me exactly like what she said during those two minutes. But um, because you can't say fuck the mask because what if he's a a pro masker like one of those 
real big ones. Or like it gets political. You don't want it to get political because the last thing you do is talk about politics. Do not warning talk about politics when you're dating nowadays. Unless you want to fuck up the whole thing. So she can't say anything about the mask really because then that gets into a political statement and she doesn't want to do that. So it's this whole thing. So finally, they're sitting, they're at each other and they're talking, yada, yada. He's on the phone and so is she. Now, the rule of dating in terms of what you do at the table, you have to stick through the whole relationship. So if you introduce yourself to your guy and you have your phone on you, you know, right side up, the whole, the whole shit, you have to do that through the whole relationship. That same goes for men. And for men, if you're talking to other chicks at the table, you better be doing that from the, from the second you're sitting down through the whole relationship. Because one false move, something different from anything that you've done during that date will set on like a red flag. So she knows this because we're excellent daters. So she leaves her phone facing down on the table. Why? Because that's courteous. She doesn't want to necessarily be available, but she has another date waiting for her after this one. Oh, yeah. My girl got appetizer, entree, and dessert. And so did he. He had his phone out facing down. Hmm. Interesting. The date continues. Everything goes on. She's, she's saying she's like really liking him. So she excuses herself because she has to let her next date know that she's not going to be available for dessert. She's liking the main entree guy. So she doesn't want to go to dessert with someone else. She wants to stay with him. Well, so is he. He's on the phone too. They're both telling each other that they're texting their job. But that's bullshit. She's not fucking texting her job. She's texting Bumble. And because I don't think he, she had his phone number for her next date. I think it was just all on Bumble. And he for sure was texting his other dates. How do we know that? She found that out later. So anyway, so at this time, you have two daters doing the same thing with each other. Well, this puts her in a predicament. Because if this was like a year ago, she would have gotten up and said, deuces, see a motherfucker, I'm better than this. But it is slim pickings out there. You cannot, for the life of you, find a date organically anymore. You can't. So whatever you have at your disposal, aka Bumble, aka Tinder, you're going to use. And if this guy is the cutest thing within five mile radius, fuck, you're fucked. Sure enough, my girl was. She took it. She was like, well, I'm doing the same thing. And I know he is. Like, we're not dumb. Well, the d- night continues, yada, yada, yada. My girlfriend does not give her Instagram. Apparently, you can connect your Instagram to these um, to these apps, which is great. But not many people do it. She doesn't. Because she feels that getting your Instagram is kind of personal. And that's true. It's weird. I'll even myself. I feel like you want my like. I'm gonna give my Instagram to a potential employer, like you know, like a someone who wants to uh, you know put the commercial here or advertiser versus my phone number. Like my phone number is private, but obviously 
not my Instagram because it's public knowledge. But again, for the quote unquote normal person, Instagram is pretty invasive. You can see everyone you follow, etc. Well, this guy had no idea what her Instagram was. That means he had no idea who her friends were. And I'm sure you know where this is going, ladies and gentlemen. In five, four, three, two, one, in walks her best friend, which is our best friend. Oh, yeah. He couldn't get a hold of her, our other best friend, who is also on Bumble, and ended up having a date with her coming in. And because she didn't know, because our friend didn't tell her, because why would she? Now, both of the girlfriends are looking at this guy like, and you did what? Caught red-handed. All of this work between the mask, the makeup, the getting dressed, the not the nervousness, all of it to just be put to shit. I mean, makes anyone not want to go on a date again. And that's not it. Not only was he doing that, as his phone turned around, there was Pornhub. Oh, yes. Apparently, this motherfucker likes to Google the girl's name on Pornhub in case they are porn stars undercover. Drop the mic right there. I drop my mic right there. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's not the biggest scoop I can give you, there is nothing I have left. <laughs> Well, what are we going to do? How is dating going to change, right? Dating's already been changing weekly. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we got this problem going on. Are you guys checking on Pornhub to see if your girl you're dating is a low-key porn star? Well, I guess we're going to find out because (laughs) a lot of these girls are going to be kicked out real soon. If they're not verified. And that's just me talking and giving you guys all a PSA. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this week's episode. Now, this is an exciting time. Thank you very much for loving and supporting. We appreciate it ever so much. I am out of the principal's office. We are here. We are live. And going to keep, keep, going to keep, keep, going to keep kicking ass. (laughs) Whether you like it or not. Because it's a free country, damn it love you guys so much make sure and stay tuned to at ready sex chat on twitter where the announcement of our new instagram will be up and i expect all of you to be following let's get this bitch up there in the hundred thousands maybe a million followers who knows who knows where this is gonna go howard stern just signed a five-year contract with cyrus sirius xm another one is in the works right me maybe did i say that no i'm just putting that out in the universe but hey you never know Love you so much. Happy holidays. See you next week on Ready Sex Chat. Be sure to rate, review, and most importantly, subscribe wherever you pod. Bridget B. Ready Sex Chat.